Cage gets canceled. Luke Cage is a really dope show, but if you're hooked on it, got some bad news. It's a dub. That's right, Netflix has canceled the superhero show and it won't return for a third season. And it's not the only show that got the axe. Iron Fist. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep, and we're back with another episode, and it is a lot of stuff going on. So we're going to try to fly through this episode as fast as possible. So, yeah, we'll just see how it goes at the end of that. First off, uh, Eli, the weather is drop finally dropping down here in Mississippi. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I woke up today freezing, and I asked Google what was the weather, and it said 55 degrees. I'm like, whoo. Oh, that's nice out here, man. Yeah, that's yeah. nice, man. No, it's like day after tomorrow down here now. <laughs> we, we can't handle it. It's too cold. I, I don't like fall weather. You know, it's oh, that's my favorite time of year. I, I was out and about today. I was walking through the woods, down by the ponds and the lakes and shit. That, yeah, because last week we had snow. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I said, Mississippi has a lot of problems, but man, weather isn't one of them. Weather's one of the, the pluses down here. You gotta have something. So. Uh, that being said, like I said, we all know that it's October, you know, the end of the month is always Halloween. And even though Halloween is actually going to be next week, uh, a lot of you are probably planning to go to Halloween and costume parties this week at the end of the weekend. So what we like to do with comic bullies, we've been doing this for about a while now, maybe like the last three years or something, Eli. Yeah. Even before this podcast was started, that's how long we've been doing this. What we like to do is a PSA. We like to do a Halloween do's and don'ts. Because a lot of times people will dress up as Halloween as maybe something offensive. And like I said, since we live in this PC or as some of you like to say SJW culture, we want to make sure you don't get punched in the mouth when you show up at a party. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. First thing, and like I said, I'm, Eli, I'm going to let you jump in. So I will just, just play some things out there. First off, can you dress up as a black superhero? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. However, there are rules. Do not paint your face. <laughs> you can, That's what I tell people. Yeah, <laughs> right. Do oh, not. Oh boy, can I? Yeah, can I dress up as Black Panther? I'm like, yeah, just don't do blackface underneath the don't mask. Don't do blackface. That's all we ask. Don't do blackface. My friend actually asked me that at work. He was like, yeah, uh, they're saying there's some issues about King because Black Panther is popular. It's more popular than it was last year when we did it. And we said the same thing this year. So a lot of times people say, okay, so we understand Black Panther, but what about everybody else in Wakanda? Can can a white guy dress up as Umbaku? You know, uh, can a white guy dress up as Kim? I'm like, you know what? You can. You you want to go as Man Ape and you're white, dress up as Man Ape is white. Just, you know, don't paint your face. Uh, stay away from dreads. Don't do dreads. <laughs> I know you are trying to make this a thing. Don't make that a thing. <laughs> Uh, Afro, stay away from it. I mean, you, you may can pull it off. Some of you may can pull it off. But for the most part, if you have to think about it, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's all I got. You can dress up Luke Cage, go as Luke Cage. That's no problem there. 
Um, and and you see the thing is, it's weird because I mean, I'm, let me put this into perspective. Now, people are wondering, can they dress up as Black Panther? Well, I'm black, and as black comic book fan i've been dressing up as spider-man and batman and superman and nobody said anything about that nobody came to me and said you can't be batman because you're black you know so it's vice versa but I, at the same time i didn't paint my face white or anything like that. i just had the batman mask and walked around and that was it you know it was no big deal now the good thing about it now you're gonna see there's a lot of you know uh i guess multicultural superheroes right now so now when i grew up there was only one spider-man peter parker that was it but now the young kids have Miles Morales. You know, yeah. they can dress up as Miles Morales going or walk around there. Uh, instead of being, you know, Steve Rogers, Captain America, you might see somebody walking around as uh, Sam Wilson, Falcon, Captain America. You know, they have that option now. If you're a, a big buff Asian dude, you can paint yourself green and walk around as the Hulk. There you go. I mean, I don't know how many of you are out there, but I'm pretty sure it's... <laughs> You know, uh, so, you know, you can keep doing it. Uh, hey, if, you, if you're if you a dude and you were just as Wonder Woman, go for it. 2018. Tiara, Boots, whole thing. Go for it. Lasso, I'm pretty sure they got a spot and they got a place to hold it for you. So that's all I got. Eli, you want to add anything to that? Well, I guess, um, you know, me being a Native American, it's a touchy subject for us. But I just pretty much go with, it's, if it's a fictional character, sure. Go ahead. Dress up. If it's not a fictional character, then there's some problems. Like Pocahontas. Like Pocahontas. I was just about yes. to say that. Yeah. Po- Pocahontas. Now, the idea, the mythology, this romantic version of Pocahontas, the Disneyfied version where she and John, white guy, fell in love and they made peace between the white folks and the Indians, all that bullshit. That's, that's a nice fairy tale, but that's not what really would happen if you look up Pocahontas. First of all, that wasn't even a real name. Um, she was like 13 and was forced to marry. So basically, you know. so a sex slave. Basically. <laughs> yeah, basically a sex slave. Converted, you know, forced to convert into Christianity and served as served as basically. She was basically a model for um, for Europe. Basically, look look what we can do to these savages. They can be civilized. So that's ba- and she was dead by 21. So she had a sad, tragic life. So dressing up as her, you know, especially to the descendants, and there are descendants of Pocahontas. Pocahontas does come from an actual tribe, you know. So <laughs> those people take it, don't take it lightly. So yeah, that's what I say when people are like, "Oh, well, I could dress up as Black Panther, but I can't dress up as Pocahontas." That's because Pocahontas is real, right? Black Panther's <laughs> not real. Wakanda yeah. is not a real place. <laughs> yes, you know. And I've heard. I mean, I. I'm not sure about Mo. Uh, was it Moana? I don't know the the the, the backstory of that, right, but Disney I've heard. Princess, that, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure about that, but um, I mean, I, I'm like, if she's a fiction, fictional character, go for it. But I guess maybe she's based on somebody. I'm not sure. I, I haven't looked into that. I mean, most of you Disney know. stuff is based on something. Yeah. So, you know. so I've um. Yeah, that's what I go by. And as far as like, oh well, what about just uh, you know the the Indian, the the you know the the sexy squaw outfit or the the noble savage outfit that they you know that you still see morons wearing and shit. And my answer, you know, the, you know, well, oh, it's Halloween, we're just having fun, blah 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 blah. Okay, sure, that's that's a valid point. But let me, this is what I got to say about that. If you want to dress up as an Indian for Halloween, 
go to the fucking res and go trick-or-treating then. If you are willing to do that, and please film it so I can and have it go viral so I can World laugh my star. ass. Yes. <laughs> do that. If you got the balls to go to the res dressed up as an Indian and trick-or-treat on the res, go for it. But if you ain't, then don't do it. Right. <laughs> you know why you ain't going to do it? Because deep down you know it's fucked up and wrong, and you ain't got the balls to trick-or-treat as an Indian on the res. So right. there you go. <laughs> That's and Don't get mad when somebody call you out and just go home yeah. and, and, you know, wear something else, you know. Yeah, don't get mad when some, you know, some res fucking skins go stomp your ass for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, and I like so. to think that, you know, in 2008, we're, we're becoming a little bit, I don't want to say woke. I was, I was waking up, you know, to, you know, being more socially conscious of things like that. You know, we grew up, nobody thought about that stuff. Well, you know, we did, <laughs> you know, but certain people just dressed up however they want to, didn't care. But now you have to be respectful of the coach, you know, wearing a sombrero, maybe not the best thing to do. <laughs> no, just throwing that out there, you know. Okay. Here's some story time. Um, years ago, uh, I don't know about like, like back in the nineties. Here in Minnesota, I'm from Minnesota, the Twin Cities, there was a serial killer going around killing young college men. Um, and one of them disappeared around Halloween. He was he was dressed up as an Indian. They didn't find him till spring. He was like frozen in the in the in the river or whatever. They found his body in the spring, but he was one of these serial killer victims. And it was all over the news and shit. Well, my mom was like, it was around Halloween time and she was walking around, uh, she was at the store, it was around Halloween and some dude, some white guy was dressed up as an Indian and she went up to the guy and goes, hey, don't dress up as an Indian because you know what happened to the last guy, they found him in the river. <laughs> and the guy got all embarrassed, oh, I'm sorry and shit, and he was cool about it, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's okay. So uh, hopefully, we. I feel like we've done our part. Yeah. We, we've done our you part, know. so... And I know, like, I get into these arguments all the time. It's like, you know, I think for non-native or just white folks or whatever, mm -hmm. they they feel they take it as as oh, they're not allowed to do something. Like mm -hmm. we're 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 repressing their rights to dress up as whatever they want. Like, oh, I'm not allowed to let my kid dress up as whoever uh, Indian princess or blah 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 blah. I'm supposed to tell my kid or blah blah blah. It's like. Well, if your kid was, like, throwing rocks at someone's window, you would tell them to stop. If right. they were bullying somebody, you would tell them to stop. Why, what's so hard about teaching kids that certain costumes may hurt certain people's feelings? Like, what's so hard about that? Right. Just, you know? All you can do is just say it. Like, maybe we shouldn't do that. It's okay to yeah. say maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, because they take it so, like, I'm not allowed to do this. This is America, goddammit. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Oh well. Okay, like I said, we done it. We can get off the subject. We can actually get to yeah. the podcast now. We can talk about uh movie news. Like I said, we're gonna see exactly what's going on. And Eli, give it to me. What is the number one movie of the week? Oh, I heard Halloween crushed it. Halloween crushed it. Uh, it crushed it with seventy six thousand. Uh, seventy six million. Sorry about that. Seventy six million. Uh, I'm pretty sure the record is what eighty million. Well, it was by Venom. By Venom. We we just talked about this a couple weeks ago. So I want to yeah. say it's Venom. So it's it's basically Halloween is the second. Highest October opening of, of all time. Yeah. Rated R. <laughs> Rated R at that. 
Uh, Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis actually went on uh, Twitter, made a few posts. She said it's the uh, highest grossing October movie. It's the highest grossing movie oh, debut by a woman. Uh, it's the highest highest grossing. Well, no, that's that's Wonder Woman. Never mind. Uh, well, highest grossing debut by a woman over fifty five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, highest grossing horror debut. Okay. Uh, highest grossing in the franchise. So this movie's doing pretty good. Uh, we, we're gonna come. You know what? Eli, go for it. What we got? As number two? No, not number two. Because we, we'll come back to that later on. We're gonna go ahead and go for it because you have seen Halloween. I did see Halloween. You did see Halloween. I did not see it. Maybe I get around to seeing it. Are uh, you too scared? I really am shaking. <laughs> I might need a date with you. Help me. You know, whatever. There you go. Thriller. <laughs> thriller night. <you> know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, like I said, our, Eli, I already know you got a two-hour podcast planned for Geek Sad where you're going to break down every minute detail of Halloween. But for us common folk, you know, us, okay. us filthy casuals, you know, uh, just give us a quick spoiler-free, you know, review of it and, and put a number on it. Okay. Um, quick spoiler-free review of the new Halloween 2018. Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. I had a lot of fun. I did feel like it took a little while to get started. Um, but once it got going, it got going. Uh, lots of cool kills. Um, I thought, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis was awesome as uh, fucking Sarah Connor, Laurie Strode. <laughs> Um, preparing. I, I thought that was the most interesting aspect of the movie. I wish, in fact, I wish there was a little more of her, but, um, the movie got a little like horror tropey, I guess. Um, you know, do going with the teenager, the, the, her granddaughter following her to the dance, the high school dance and all that. It got a little tropey, got a little predictable at points. Um, but those are about my only gripes with it. Uh, like I said, once it got going, it was pretty solid. It was a pretty solid horror flick. The kills were pretty brutal. They were basically turning Michael Myers into Jason. You know, he's a little bit more gorier and brutal than you've, we've seen him, especially if you see the original. He He's all about presence and, and atmosphere. He's very, very methodical. He doesn't run. He just, you know, methodically stalks his victims. You know, this one, he's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more physical with his kills. There's some very shocking moments. Um, there was one moment that I thought uh, kind of came out from nowhere and didn't really do anything, but I I was okay with it because they, you know, it, it almost ruined it almost ruined the movie for me. But then it kind of they kind of squashed it and said, okay, we're not going any further with that. So then it was back on track for me, you know. But for all in all, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fun. It's probably the best sequel in 20 years. <laughs> I mean, I still like the first three Halloween movies. I, I like Halloween 2 a lot. So, I, you know, I grew up with those movies. I even like Halloween 3, even though it has nothing to do with Michael Myers. But And, and I think know, that was what they were planning to do, like an anthology series. But then yeah. the numbers, box office numbers started dropping. They were like, okay, we can't do that. Yeah, we need to bring back Michael Myers and... You know, then they made him. Yeah, there was all these shitty Michael Myers movies all through the '90s, um, and yeah, I, I, which I wasn't a fan of. So I went in a little skeptical uh, about this movie, and but I came out pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. So 
Um, yeah, I give it a four out of five. I mean, check it out. It's cool. It was a lot of fun. You know, it was a good throw, a lot of cool Easter eggs, you know, throwbacks to the first movie. And, and yeah, um, like, but my only gripe, it was me. I'm a jaded horror fan. I'm, I'm, I'm a horror guy. So it's hard to impress me. So a lot of it was just formalic slasher movie shit that I was like, okay, I've seen this a thousand times before. I know where this is going. The jump scares, totally predictable. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, jump scare and three, two, one, bam. And, I, you know, so nothing, none of that shit worked on me because I'm, I just seen, I'm just a horror guy. So, but other than that, once the movie got going, the second half of the movie was a lot of fun. I saw it in a packed theater. Um, people were laughing and screaming and it, it, was, it was, it was, it was cool. It was fun. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I, that's what I needed to know. Okay, so I, I might have missed to get around to seeing it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, but I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. it's doing well. I'm glad it's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're saying it. with the numbers it's putting up, and we we've been a, we've been around the block uh, once or twice, Eli. We know when numbers are like this, that starts a trend. You yeah. know, so we don't know what kind of effect this this Halloween reboot might have on future horror movies down the road. This might this might spark something. Yeah, we might have another Freddy Krueger movie now. You know they're thinking about it. They're like, oh, there's still money in this. With, with the original, with Get Back, What's Your Face? Uh, Heather, what's her name? The Nancy chick. Yeah, she's still alive. And get, bring back Robert Englund, you know. <laughs> yeah, because I think that the dad, he's dead, isn't he? John Saxon? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. He may not be. I know. I may be making up something her, over her or something. <laughs> Anyway, number two, the Lady Gaga movie, A Star is Born. Hang on, that's number two. Yeah. So you know what number three is. It, so that finally beat, it finally beat Venom? It <laughs> finally beat Venom, which is weird. It's like, why why beat Venom now? So I guess Lady Gaga fans have finally started going to the movie. I guess they, I don't know, they're out of school or something? I don't know. <laughs> they didn't all the Ven- yeah, all the Venom fans went and saw Halloween. Right, oh, that may be also. So I, I got I got to bring this up, Eli. Something being okay. So you gave Halloween a four point five, right? Now I remember vividly that you gave Venom a three point eight. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm putting you on record. So you're saying Halloween is a better movie than Venom? Um, yeah, because of the gore. You know what I mean? Ah, I got you. I got you, <laughs> you know because one's PG thirteen, one's R. Yeah, if, if I mean, Halloween Venom was PG thirteen. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, Venom was a lot of fun, but it was just missing blood, you know. And Halloween was a lot of fun, and it had the blood. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, we can go from that. Uh, we also have number four, Goosebumps Two, Haunted Halloween. Number five, First Man. Now, here's my thing. I'm talking about First Man for a second. Now, we're not millennials, but no. they're blaming because this movie isn't doing the numbers they thought it was going to do. They're blaming it on millennials. Oh yeah. They're saying millennials don't care about you know. Uh, ooh, I'm looking at this. Okay. As of right now, First Man has done 55 million worldwide. Okay. It's been out like what three weeks? It's been out a while, yeah. Yeah. So they're blaming it on millennials, and, and, and we didn't see the movie either. But they're saying because we don't care about, or they don't care about space travel, or it's not interesting, you know. Because when we were younger, Eli, the like, this was a big deal, you know, yeah. going to the moon for the first time. That's where Star Wars and all this stuff came from because it was such a big deal. And it was big box office money in that just going to space, you know. But nowadays, it does seem like no one gives a shit about going to space. Unless you got a talking raccoon 
on the ship with you. That's true. But even even NASA in general, like you know, they're saying they're trying to cut NASA's funding, and NASA might go out of space or something like that. You know, out of money. You know, certain things like that. So, and hell, we still got space force. We're getting some space force shit. Though, no, right? that's a smoke screen. That's just not gonna happen. <laughs> we Trump made that bullshit up to distract us from the concentration camps he got going on, and the Russian mob, whatever. But yeah, so I mean, hell, half of these millennials don't even believe we went to the moon. That's true. As yeah, half of them still believe it's the world's flat. Right. So. <laughs> Yeah, so fuck it. There's, I'll there's no blame them too. Yeah, it's their fault. Fuck you, dumbass. <laughs> I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm not gonna blame millennials. Because <laughs> I looked at the numbers, I'm only like five or six years out of being a millennial anyway, so I'm not gonna attack them. You know. But um, I, I mean, I, it looked interesting until until people started saying it's really long and it's really slow. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was and like, it, okay. See, here's the thing about Ryan. Ryan Gosling to me is not a box office draw to me. Oh, you ever played a? I know you played a video game, and you get the default character, and it's just like the most blandest person you can ever see. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Ryan Gosling. He's default white guy character. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Maybe that's why he's popular. I don't know. Uh, what do we guess we got? Uh, number six, the hate you give, still on there. Number seven, Smallfoot. Number eight, Night School. Number nine, Bad Times at El Royale. Oh, I almost saw that last night, but the night we didn't go. So. Oh, okay. Well, you got to review for us next week when you go see it. And number 10, The Old Man and the Gun? What the? F- is okay. that uh, the Robert Redford movie, right? Is it? I thought he retired. No, it's like his last movie, and he's playing like a Bonnie and Clyde type of movie or something. Wasn't his last movie his last movie? I don't know. He's in this one. I don't believe shit Robert Redford has to say anymore. Yeah, about some fucking, yeah, he's like some like bank robber or something. I don't know. He's like a smooth criminal or something. I guess. Hey, it worked for him last time. Why not now? So, yeah. That being said, we can move on past that, and we can talk about. Uh, let's just jump right into it. Let's just talk about Netflix. Okay. Netflix it has all kind of crazy shit going on, and the funny thing last week we were laughing and having a good time about Iron Fist, you know. But now this week, now they're saying Luke Cage has been canceled also. So our our laughter has turned to tears. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like black people were laughing a little bit too hard when Iron Fist got canceled, <laughs> you know, and then Marvel had to humble us. Oh, you think it's funny? <laughs> snap. That Thanos snap is real. So half of the defenders gone, half of the defenders still there, perfectly balanced as all things should be. You know. Uh we and I'm I'm glad we, we had to take some time away from, you know, from when it initially happened. Because now I feel like we're we're on stage two of the part of grief. I feel like the internet was on stage one of grief, denial. You know, everybody kept saying, oh, they're going to the Disney. Don't worry about it. They're going to the Disney streaming thing. They're going to the Disney streaming thing. And I, no, sorry. I don't, and I don't understand how people, like, at first, it was like a a rumor or speculation or this may or may not what happened. But then when Luke Cage happened, everybody took it as internet fact. Like, this is, this. oh, don't worry about it. This is what's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. These shows are dead. That's it. They're not picking them up. We talked about this last week, and there's even every single bit of information I've gotten, because I'm doing some real digging on this, that is confirming it that Disney is not picking these shows up. Because for one thing, Disney didn't cancel these shows. Netflix canceled these shows. This the Whoever runs Netflix that's over these Marvel things, they, they said all of these shows are up to us, to whether or not they get hired and canceled. Marvel has no say-so in these shows whatsoever. We do whatever we want to do. So they Netflix did not cancel their shows so Marvel can make money. What, what, what sense does that make? 
No, they would like to make money too. But obviously, if they cancel it, and here's some other room, uh, some more information I just got right before we started recording. Uh, now, of course, the official reason why they're saying Luke Cage been canceled is because of they're saying creative differences. You know, that's some old bullshit uh, thing of all getting. But what I'm hearing is some other differences also. One thing is that the uh, the showrunner he turned in like his treatment or script for a se season three. Netflix rejected it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's one thing. Number two, they wanted to shorten. You know how Iron Fist was uh, 10 shows, 10 episodes? Okay, no, but okay. Uh, that's right, you didn't see it. Anyway, <laughs> well, anyway, they wanted to do Luke Cage the same way. They wanted to shorten Luke Cage to 10, seasons, uh, 10 episodes. And they felt that was the problem. Because here's the thing. The less episodes they make, the less Netflix has to pay you. And they felt that was an issue. They're like, no, we want 13 episodes. And that's why these shows are so long, so they can get paid. You know, oh, yeah. Marvel wants their money. The cast members want their money. The showrunner wants their money. But Netflix doesn't want to pay them. So it makes you wonder, Eli, why would they shorten the show to 10 shows if the show was popular? Mm. So what I'm thinking is that maybe the show wasn't as popular as we were led to believe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I I think we were one of the few people that actually liked it. We were. Once, um, once we heard, started digging yeah. in, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah we, we seem to have an unpopular opinion on this. Yeah. Well, I, I still hear a lot of shit about Luke Cage. Oh, it, it's, um, even, it's even coming out even more now. It almost felt like people were biting their tongue at first, and then when this news brought, then they started coming out to work. Oh, good, that show sucked yeah. anyway. You know? It's like they were afraid to shit on it because, you know, if they – the people who shit on Black Panther got labeled racist. Right. So <laughs> I mean, but most of them were MAGA hats anywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so the stuff starts coming out, and we're hearing all these rumors, stuff like that. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. I should have wrote it down. But anyway, um, we're hearing all this stuff. Marvel canceled the show. Luke Cage canceled the show. And, oh, like I said, with, with Luke Cage, I remember when we first did. Now, we did the first season not even on Comic Book. I think it was on like our old podcast we had. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was no, it was still on. I think CBI or whatever. CBI Maybe. or something like that. So I, did we? Were we even doing it? I and mean, we took that hiatus for a while. Did we even do? We we did it. We did it because I remember the name of the episode. Because I, I I named the episode uh, Netflix and Chill. No, I said was it Netflix and Chill or Coffee and Chill? Something like that. Coffee and Chill. I think Netflix and Coffee. What I called it. You know. Are you sure that wasn't Defenders? It was Defenders. Or something. I don't know. I think we did do Luke Cage, and I think it was a popular show at the time. But yeah, because it broke the internet. Remember, like it, it broke like, the crashed, internet, banned crashed, up, crashed it, everything like that. So, and like I said, because a good a good way, Netflix never releases their numbers, so we we never know what kind of numbers these shows are bringing in because Netflix doesn't tell anybody. They just keep the stuff to itself. Now we know Iron Fist had bad numbers. We know that. Mm -hmm. Luke Cage, on the other hand, now all we can do is just kind of like check the temperature on social media and just see what everybody's saying. Like, things like we were saying, everybody's saying Luke Cage sucks and all this stuff now when they weren't saying that before. But I feel like a good way to check the barometer of how popular something is, honestly, Eli, our show. Oh, yeah? That's a good way, yeah, because here's the thing. On our show, believe it or not, people listen to this show. I'm not saying we're Joe Rogan. I'm not saying it. <laughs> But I'm saying that we have people that listen into the show. And you can tell. Like, for instance, two weeks ago when we did Venom. Venom was one of our biggest shows we had. You know. So, and I, I look at the, but last week, you know, I listened to 
You know, I looked at the numbers then. Nobody gave a fuck about what we talked about last week. Hell, I don't even remember. I don't remember. I don't even remember either. But anyway, that <laughs> nobody listened to that show. So that's no problem. But I checked the numbers on each week to see what number, what show does what and what episode does what. And like I said, we we reviewed uh, Luke Cage season two. Yeah. That was not one of our popular shows. Oh, really? No one cared. No and shit. So it made a headline. Like we, we were raving about it. Like we, we loved went the off. show. Yeah. We talked. Yeah. The, I think the entire episode was just talking about Luke Cage. No yeah. one gave a fuck. So I realized that okay, if no, if this is not one of our like shows where they they peak or they spike like Venom was. We, well, here's the thing: when we talk about stuff people care about, people will tune in. When we when we talk about stuff no one cares about, they won't tune in. Obviously, Luke Cage is something nobody cared about. And I'm yeah. checking Twitter. No one really cared. I even talked to my coworkers. Yeah, I saw Luke Cage season two. Oh, how was it? Oh, you didn't watch it? Nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you see the first one? Oh, yeah, the first one was awesome. So why didn't you watch the second one? I don't have time. I'm like, damn. What? I don't. I don't get it. You know. So obviously, Luke Cage two. And like I said, we don't know officially, but it's kind of obvious to tell. Luke Cage two didn't pull in the same numbers. Luke Cage one pulled in. You know, it's not pulling in Daredevil numbers. Because I'm seeing a bunch of people, you know, watching Daredevil right now and, you know, posting Daredevil and stuff like that. So it's it's pulling in numbers. So Luke Cage didn't do that. And what I'm thinking with, and here's the thing, Marvel right now, if you have a Marvel license, obviously Marvel licenses are expensive. And Nicholas has to pay Marvel so much. So I'm thinking that even if Luke Cage isn't doing crap numbers like Iron Fist was or Defenders, because they said, they came out and said Defenders did crap numbers. That's why it's not going to be a season two, you know. So if Luke Cage's even pulling in mediocre numbers, you know, just average ass numbers, why would Netflix keep the show going if it's not doing its part to bring in more more viewers? Yeah, you know, that's my whole thing. Now I'm gonna ask you a question that you may not know the answer to because I don't know the answer off my head. I didn't do the research. When did season one of Daredevil premiere? Season one of Daredevil, like, like was it? I want to say like the spring. Of 2015, maybe? Is that what it was? Kind of in 2015. I, it was a few years ago. Um, Let me look that up because I'm actually going to make a point. Was it the fall? Did it come out in the fall? Maybe it was it 2014? Because I remember I, I didn't binge it. I spaced it out because I was really into it. And I, stopped, I said, okay, I'm going to stop now because I don't want to watch these all right away. Bam, and 2015. I, was it right around then? 2015, yep. Okay. I don't know the... Hey, it took it, me a while. I, I, like, spaced it out. I watched, like... I would watch, like, one or two episodes at a time. I watched, like, four episodes, and I was like, okay, I'm just... I don't want to, like, you know, you know, snort all this shit right now. I want to save it. <laughs> make it right, but that was before we knew how Netflix binging work. Yeah. You wait your time, and then everybody supports the shit out of it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but well, but it was the, the first of season, yeah, and no one, yeah, right, and and, and the, well, but the point I'm trying to make is that Daredevil season one brought in a shitload of Netflix subscribers. You know, I don't even know if I was a Netflix subscriber. I think I was a Netflix subscriber at the time, but I like barely watched Netflix at the time because Netflix now and Netflix back then are completely different. You know, yeah. a lot of people did start signing up just to watch Daredevil. You know, and but who's signing up? watch iron fist or luke cage they haven't already signed up you know yeah probably not they're probably watching other stuff like stranger things and you know uh black mirror you know things like that they're probably signing up to watch those shows now 
So if they're doing that, and they're probably doing even better numbers than what Luke Cage and Iris doing, it makes you wonder why are they even keeping those shows around if they had these other shows. You know, yeah. uh, another show we can bring Orange into New Black, which is another reason why we need to stop with this uh, Disney streaming myth because they just canceled Orange is New Black also, and that was a popular show. So obviously Netflix is trimming the fat. You know, they may keep they may keep Daredevil going because Daredevil seem to be doing good numbers, but they may just focus on that. Jessica Jones, she's next. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. I would imagine. Yeah, unless they just pretty much agreed to everything Netflix said and where, you know, Luke Cage, you know, gave him a hard time. Jessica Jones was like, look, just don't cancel. Just whatever. You want five shows? Season three, we'll do it. You know, just, <laughs> just keep us on the air. You know, so that's my thing there. And am I sad about it? Yeah, I am kind of sad about it because I didn't give a shit about Iron Fist. But, yeah, I'm going to be sad if uh, one of the very few black superhero shows get canceled, you know. I feel like it was a good show. I feel like it was doing something different that we haven't seen before. Remember, Luke Cage predates Black Panther as far as this live action, you know, zeitgeist thing, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, was, I I blame yeah I blame Avengers. What? what? <laughs> I think people, I, gotta, I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. People, I think people are used to Marvel being wham bam spectacle and action all the time. You know what I'm saying? So and then you get you get Daredevil, which is essentially you know him fighting ninjas all the time, right? You know, and then Luke Cage tried to be a crime drama. You know, it was it wasn't gonna be the black exploitation, you know, human tornado, you know, P.D. Wheatstraw shit. It right. was it was trying to be a serious, like The Wire. Like that's what we kept saying. It's like The Wire, you know. And I think that threw people for a loop. They went into Luke Cage thinking he was going to be, you know, the Black Hulk smashing everything every every episode. Right. And it was more it was more character driven, you know. Um, and by season two, I think they totally nailed that that tone. That's why we loved season two. <laughs> right. Because we took it for what it was. Yeah. It, we knew it was a crime drama. That we were knew, we knew we weren't going to see like him, you know, kicking ass every five minutes. You know. Right. It was more. It was more of. A, it was more like Miami Vice. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like they took so, season one, but they kind of polished it. But it was basically based off what they did with season one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's that. That's the nature of the show, and I think people are just expecting more action, more you know, grand epic spectacle, and you know. So hey, how, how you know? I think yeah, coming out of Infinity War, you know, you're gonna watch Luke Cage and be like impressed. I. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, that's my theory. But whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, I'm you, bummed out. You may have a point. You may have a point because another another thing we could talk about, like uh, one of the reasons Daredevil was so popular is because people were thinking that it was going to remember they kept the MCU kept saying that everything is connected, everything is going to tie into each other. So they're thinking like this is 2015, right? Infinity yeah. War came out 2018. So people were thinking. You know, all these Infinity characters were going to be in Infinity War. Yeah, you know? and they thought, and another reason they loved Daredevil because it was more gritty and violent. Because people were shitting on Agents of Shield. You know, that is true. Yeah, you know, so you watch you, you watch Agents of Shield where everything's all cheesy and like you know, kind of fluffy, and then you watch Daredevil like, like holy shit, right? Kingspin smashing the yeah. guy's head in a, in yeah. a car door. You know, yeah, you know. Then you go to Je Jessica Jones and there's tits and sex and. You're like, holy shit, this is more grittier, violent, you know, shit. 
Right. You know, and I think that's that's what held them off for a while. But then I think by the time, you know, they got to Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and like, okay, I there these these there, there's just not enough action to like to sustain the 13 episode arc, which has always been their their biggest you know fault. You know, right. this, too many episodes. Long, yeah, these long drawn out middle sections where nothing happens. So, but I but yeah, I mean, season two of Dare or Luke Cage. I felt I wanted more. I was like, at the <laughs> right? Because I, I, I think we were invested into the drama. That's why. Yeah, that it was well, it was more pace, but yeah, the, it didn't have a lot of action. It didn't, you know, it was more about tension and character, and I, you know, but whatever, you know, yeah. that's just us. We're, yeah, and we're, we're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because like I said, season one didn't have a whole lot of action. Honestly, now I think about it, season two, probably had even less action. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. But, yeah, for all you people thinking that the streaming service is going to pick it up, they're not. Disney said they were going to take the, ne- the like the movies, like the Disney movies off Netflix. They never said anything about the shows. So Netflix still has those shows. And they keep those shows going as long as they want to. But, yeah, like uh, Black Panther and Doctor Strange and the Avengers or whatever. So that stuff's going off. The Disney movies are going off. Uh some more stuff they were taking off also but anyway that's what they're moving on and then on top of that they said the disney streaming service won't have in like r-rated or mature content on to begin with which is all these netflix shows are yeah that's true so you can't even have this stuff on there so yeah that that internet rumor that got started let's just kill that shit yeah it's it's time to move on to stage three of the grieving process i'm pretty sure you guys are going to eventually get there by the end of this week you'll finally have accepted it we'll finally get to acceptance that these shows are dead, you know. And as far as that, now let's let's talk about the heroes for hire thing, <laughs> because that's another rumor that's popping up. They're saying, "Oh well, don't worry about it," because Disney's going to come, uh, Netflix is going to combine them here for hire. Why would they take two me- shows that, you know, for the most part, everybody thought were mediocre, yeah. bad in my part, and then put them together? Now, yes, you could say the same thing in the comics. Uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage struggle, you know, by themselves. But when you put them together, all of a sudden, then they found success. It's pretty much why they're as popular as they are now when they combine together. That's one thing. But honestly, I don't. And I know you said to Eli last week that the one episode where Iron Fist popped up with Luke Cage, it was the best episode. And it was. But I don't want a show, an entire show with these guys. I don't want a show with Iron Fist on it at all. So even if it's just half of him, like, don't do it. You know, but I know there's a petition going out right now to try to get the show stolen. I would, I would love to see maybe a Daughters of the Dragon, you know, a series. I, I'm pretty sure that's dead too. You know, maybe Colleen Wing and Misty Knight run around doing that thing. I think that would be popular. Yeah, I mean, and I was like hoping for like Spirits of Vengeance or Midnight Suns. Shit. Oh, that, that's not that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, now. Oh, yeah, I know not now, but you know, when they were bringing <laughs> Punisher and Defenders and all this shit, you know, I'm like, oh, well. New York, hey, Cypress Hill Cemetery, let's do this shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, the but, thing, and now, now that probably was killed by the streaming service thing. So, yeah, yeah, Moon Knight and Ghost Rider, nah, forget that. Yeah. Not with, with Disney and Netflix going the kind of way they're going right now. So, uh, yeah. Can we move past that? Sure. I don't even know where to go next. Uh, well, oh. we, we, are we going to talk about daredevil or do we yeah, want to yeah. like, like... Let's, let's talk about daredevil i guess i mean it's really nothing to talk about yeah uh i like i said we just talked about it before we started uh recording i've only seen two episodes yeah uh, so have i i only watched two so we can review the first two episodes honestly like i was like yeah 
That's that's what I thought. I don't know. I know everybody else. Uh, yeah, by, by the end of the second episode, I was like, whoa, okay. Now now I gotta yeah. <laughs> so so you were into I'm I'm still not there yet. I'm still not into it. I was I'm like Yeah, I, yeah, the first especially the first episode. I was like I watched the first one the other day and I was like, eh. And then I was like, eh, well, there it is. I'll give another lep. I'll give it another whirl. S- put an episode two. Started watching, and by the end of the end, the ending of episode, it was basically the ending of episode two, where I was like, oh shit, okay, that's cool. <laughs> okay, maybe I, I missed something. I don't know, but like I said, we, I'm gonna I'm gonna eventually finish and get around to it. But like I said, we're gonna be down the road for that, so. I don't know. So I yeah. guess that's all. That's what I'm saying. We could just wait till we eventually watch it all. And yeah, then, I mean, we're not, this is not a review. This is kind of like a, like a first impression thing. I know. I know plenty. <laughs> I know plenty of you have already finished this this uh, season, and I know, I've seen a lot of people finish this. Said they love the season. You know, uh, one of their favorite things. Funny thing is, like the show came out Friday, right? Yeah. Okay, show came out Friday. My coworker, I talked to him Saturday morning, at eight o'clock, and he's saying, "Yeah, I've already finished it." I'm like, wait, oh, what? Damn. And you can look at his eyes. His eyes were bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> and he even talked to the boss. Like, can I go home? Now that Libra's here, <laughs> we got coverage. I need to get some sleep. But like, yeah, you just go because you look like shit. You know. <laughs> so yeah, that another. That, I'm not that dedicated. You know, I'm. I'm sorry, Gomer. I know you want the comic books to be that dedicated. I'm sorry, we're not gonna do it. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna. I knew I thought you would watch some more than I would. I was like, well, and that was another thing. I was like, well, I'll watch another one just in case Leroy has seen like half the season by now. So <laughs> <laughs> I watched the second. That was you know what, out. Eli? Maybe three years ago, I might have been that dedicated. I probably would have <laughs> seen the whole thing, but I don't like. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of how I was, you know. But like I said, by the second, by the end of the second episode, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I guess I guess I'm into that. And I'm looking forward to the next episode, you know. So, but we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I, I yeah, we'll see. I, yes. I mean, I got, I, it's hard. It's like I said, I'm watching horror flicks all month. So that's what. I... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's our reviewer Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Man, until the ending of second <laughs> second episode. Uh, moving past that, let's talk about Spider Man. Okay. Talk about Spider Man. There's a lot of Spider Man going on right now, so I'm gonna be more specific. Spider Man, uh, Far From Home. Which comes out mm-hmm. in June 2019. So they reviewed. I mean, they uh, revealed uh, Spider-Man's new outfit. You know, so mm-hmm. I guess this Stark Tech uh, 2.0. They've changed up a little bit, and basically instead of like the blue on the outside, it's the black on the outside. You know, everybody's freaking out, like, "Oh, how are they gonna change it? How are they gonna leave it like that?" And then I started going back and looking at some of Steve Ditko's art, and I'm like, "Wait, he wanted it black. That's mm-hmm. how it was supposed to originally be." You know, the the bright blue shit came on like later on, like maybe like the seventies or eighties or something. You know, mm-hmm. now some people are saying it's kind of similar to like uh, uh, Superior Spider Man. You know, and and maybe it is. You know, maybe you are taking notes from Superior Spider Man because that was popular also. Uh, when I used to read Todd McFarlane comics, his like that part was black. Okay, you know? yeah. So that's that's my whole thing there. Uh, he revealed it. Like he also posted an Instagram tweet. I combined some bullshit. Damn, I'm old. <laughs> anyway, you know what I meant. Uh, basically saying that they've wrapped. They've already wrapped uh, Far From Home, which is weird because I thought they just started shooting. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, so the movie's done. That movie's done. Infinity War is done. They're going to co- put some special effects in it later on. Uh, pretty much every single picture they've had had uh, Zendaya 
you know, on there, you know, playing. She's this world's MJ. You know, people still freaking out. Hey, she, that's not my MJ, not my Mary Jane. Yeah. Let it go, man. It's done. Funny thing is about it, I do remember reading one of Dan Slott's review, uh, review is that after, you know, that whole bullshit where, you know, Mary Jane and Peter's marriage got annulled, his okay. next girlfriend after that was named Michelle. Oh, okay. Where she does kind of look like Zendaya, kind of. So, I guess they're just combining those two characters into one, that's all. But, yeah, he actually revealed it on Jimmy Kimmel. It was a nice little exchange they had on there, you know, where he actually did, like, a black backflip on stage and stuff like that. So, you know, pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Wu-Tang was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night, too. Was pretty they cool. were on there. I saw the clip. I didn't get a chance to click it. Oh, now, yeah. Was it all the members? It was all, well, yeah. And then, because they did Protect Your Neck. Yeah, and then saw, when ODB's him. verse came on, mm-hmm. ODB's verse came on and ODB Jr. came out. And I like, I went, holy shit. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I thought he, like, I thought he was alive for the a second. The resurrection. <laughs> yeah. I was like, cause he comes out first things first, man. You fuck with the word. I was like, holy shit. Eli, and then, cause he had that, he had the same fucking hairdo and shit. Eli, I was like, yeah. oh, damn. Yeah. As a friend, you've been watching too many horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I'm, as soon as we, as soon as this uh, show is over, I'm gonna watch that clip. So because I saw <laughs> it, I just didn't get a chance to click it. That's all. Uh, let me say, can we move to the video game news? Sure. Video game news. You want to talk about it? There's some big shit going down. Big shit. Big shit. Big shit. Uh, for those you know, Red Dead Redemption is about to come out. Red Dead Redemption Two is about to come out. Uh, they show the size of the map. It looks like it's about three times the size of Grand Theft Auto Five. I don't know how the fuck you can get around in a horse. You know, but. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, I do want to let you guys know that if you are planning to get Red Dead Redemption, you need to clear some space on your PlayStation or your Xbox or whatever you have. It's not on PC. I'm still pissed about that, but that's neither here nor there. Now, the news I'm about to give you, and I, I'll remember it. Okay. So, if you have an Xbox, you need to clear 100 gigabytes of space on your Xbox to play Dead Re- Red Dead Redemption. Otherwise, it will not boot up. So you need 100 gigabytes of clear space. That's for the Xbox. For the PlayStation, you need 150 gigabytes of, of clean space in order to play Red Dead Redemption. Which is weird because the PlayStation only launched with 500 gigabytes. So basically, erase every single game you have on this to be on the safe side. So like the game or just like your files, like all your trophies? The and game. <laughs> yes. In order to even play the game, in order to boot the game up, you need that much space in order to 100 gigabytes. The first game was like eight, you know, Spider-Man. I, Spider-Man is like 40, you know, so okay. 150 gigabytes of space. Like, what, the fuck? what are they doing with this game? Yeah, that's another reason I haven't played Spider-Man yet. I mean, I got it. I haven't opened it yet because I, I put in Battlefront and it took like three hours to like update and all that shit. I'm like, damn. Okay. So imagine 150 gigabytes alone. That would take the download. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be playing it next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some asshole be on the scene. He's already beat it. Yeah. You know. Uh, what other video game news? Oh yeah, Soul Calibur Six has has came out. Oh yeah. Yeah, Soul Calibur Six came out. Uh, I've seen some pretty interesting stuff in it. It had this created character mode. Uh, you can pretty much make any character you want to. I've seen some cool stuff on there. Uh, one guy made Thanos on there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because one of the one of the characters has this move where they, you know, they do something. So anyway, he's made Thanos. With snaps his, his fingers. He snaps his fingers. Yeah, <laughs> it, like something where he'll 
he'll like chop you up a whole bunch of times and then when he snaps his finger you like explode or something like that so they made that guy thanos you know so <laughs> he'll turn around with the infinity gauntlet snap his fingers then you die oh, like, okay, that's pretty cool but of course with the internet everything always fucks up something so apparently with the creative character mode people have been putting giant dicks on their characters well, who, why the fuck not? I mean, why? <laughs> what else is the internet for? <laughs> right. So they're fighting you with these large dicks that just slapping you with the whole time. Oh, fuck you. yeah. I'm getting this game now. That's like my dream. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fatality. Yeah. Just slap the shit out of you with my dick. <laughs> That'd be too embarrassing. That just made me just quit the game. I'm just deleting this game off my file. I mean, if, if somebody kills me with a dick, you know? <laughs> like, no. Okay. So, that's all I got. Uh, can we move to the comic book section? Uh, sure. Cool, because I think we got a lot to cover. Do we? I barely read anything, but okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I'll go first. Ooh, I'm got to Let me see. What do I have first to read? That, 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 that. Okay. I'm going to go first. I'm going to review Shuri number one. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, this is a tie-in to, like, the Black... Because everybody knows who Shuri is, so I'm not going to go into detail about that. If you need to find out, go Wicked, or text me later and I'll tell you who she is. But you, you've seen the movies. You know she's the smartest woman in the world. So, with this book... I have to go to it. So, storyline. Based what's going on. Remember in the Black Panther book, Black Panthers are not a space, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Shuri, of course, built the spaceship so he can go in out of space. And she, uh, Black Panther didn't go in out of space by himself. She also, he also went into space with her boyfriend. Yes, Shuri has a boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend. Remember the the dreadhead guy, Manifold, the teleporter. Okay. The mutant guy. Okay, they were scared to call him a mutant like the last two years, but now they just yeah, he's a mutant. Okay, so I guess they bought the rights back. They can say that shit now. So Black Panther and, and Manifold go into space. They say they're going in space just for a little while to check out some stuff. They're just doing like a stress test to see about what kind of space program before they launch it. And he wants to be the first one to do it. So they go. So they're going out of space. And she's like, okay, cool. Two weeks later, they have heard absolutely no word back from Black Panther or Manifold. And everybody's like, but they've been hiding it from like the Wakandan public or the public in general. So nobody knows the Black Panther hasn't made it back yet. They don't know that they're... They had they have no king, you know. While Shuri's doing that, she's you know, but she's freaking out because she knows, you know. So we see basically most of the book is just Shuri like building stuff, you know, to to pass the time. It turns out she still has her god powers from when he came back from the dead when the Black Order killed her in the Black Panther comic. So she can still like turn to birds and fly and shit, you know. But now she's this tech genius also. And basically at the end of the book, uh Queen Mother has this meeting with all the women in Wakanda and they say, are we all, and she calls Shuri there also and say, are we all in agreement that, uh, since the child has been gone for two weeks and you know, we need to figure out something to do. Like, yeah. Okay. Shuri, you new black Panther. Congrats. And they hand her a helmet and that's it. That's pretty much what happened. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And she, uh, chats with some guy online, which I'm pretty sure is going to be a, a thing later on, but pretty simple. Basically what I feel like this book is doing they're trying to bridge comic book Shuri with movie Shuri because those are, as of right now, those are two completely different characters. Shuri does not behave like that at all in the comics, but they got a little bit different where she's the science nerd, where she was never that in the comics at first. But at the same time, like I said, we, they've reinvented Shuri in these comics so much because I feel like they're always trying to 
figure out who Shuri is, you know, to make her gravitate. Like I said, she's been to Black Panther. Uh, she's been to Chala's little sister. Uh, she's been like this. Uh, they've even had in the comments where she's kind of like a Kardashian, you know, where, you know, she just goes to party and she just parties like super hard and stuff like that. And, then, you know, Chala, like you shouldn't do that, you know, trying to be all, you know, mean big brother and stuff like that. But now they're at this stage where and then, you know, they had it where she had like rock powers and she can fly and she's like a zombie god or something. But now they're trying to, you know, bridge her into the tech genius thing. So I think the longer the book goes on, if the book lasts, I'm going to give it six weeks, uh, six issues. But <laughs> <laughs> but as long as the book lasts, I think they're going to try to distance her away from the, the God zombie, whatever she was, into the science nerd she is in the movie. You know, they're doing a transitional period, I think. So overall, I'll give the book a 3.5 out of 5. Not a whole lot happened. I feel like it was just biding its time until it got to the end where they're going to make a Black Panther again when she was basically a shitty Black Panther when she was Black Panther. Um, Wakanda has stood for 10,000 years, never been conquered. In that 10-year run, in like in real time, when she was the Black Panther, Wakanda was invaded and conquered three times. So, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. They're going to be like, this shit never happened. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, okay. Um, what should I go with? Um, I guess I'll... Uh, I'll go with uh, Gideon Falls, Volume 1. Okay. Uh, yeah, the first trade came out. And um, got to check it out here. Uh, now, I've heard a lot about this book. People are ranting and raving about how great this book is. Um, so I figured, you know, I'll wait wait for the trade to come out and, and give it a whirl. And I did. Um, Jeff Lemire and... Uh, Andrea Sorrentino. Uh, they were they did the uh, Old Man Logan book, which I read for a very long time. So okay, uh, that, yeah. yeah. So like I said, this book has been given getting a lot of positive reviews. Everyone's you know Mark Millar says it's his book of the year or whatever, all that shit. Basically, a supernatural ghost story, and it's basically about this mysterious town called Gideon Falls, where this like phantom haunted barn like appears and disappears and whenever it appears strange things are afoot you know what i'm saying um spooky mysterious murders and whatnot starts happening um the story focuses uh well it's got like these two characters that the story focuses on um one is a priest who comes to this town and he starts witnessing all the madness and mayhem surrounding this like haunted barn that just disappears and appears and shit like that and then the other character is this like mental patient who's going around sifting through the garbage and the city trash, um, finding little pieces of wood and lumber and nails that he thinks are basically pieces of the black barn, and he's trying to rebuild it, um, so to speak. So these two characters, you know, they're obviously connected through this black barn thing. Um, the art is really cool. Um, it gets a little abstract at times. I do like the layouts and how the panels are laid out like that. And it is very well written. You know, builds the mystery. You know, um, Jeff Lemire, he's got, he's got a lot on his plate these days. But, uh, but um, I give it a three out of five basically because I just thought it was okay. See, and that's just a taste thing. I'm not a fan of, like, supernatural ghost stories and shit. That's just not my thing. I've, I've said this on Geek's Abs a whole lot. I'm just not a fan of ghost stories. Um, I just think there's a lot of atmosphere and building up 
you know, the mystery and shit like that with very little payoff. And I feel like this first story arc kind of did just that. Like it builds up these great ideas and this great mystery and it keeps you hooked. And you're like wondering, okay, I want to see what happens. And then when something finally does happen, it's like, eh, is that it? Oh, okay. You know, so, <laughs> you know, so, um, but otherwise, otherwise than that, it's very well put together. Like I said, the art's cool. The writing is very cool. It's very well paced. It's very, you know, it builds this strong, tense mystery. It's just in the end, it's just this weird haunted barn that disappears and reappears and, ooh. And and I, I can tell this is gonna be an ongoing series, you know. So it's gonna it's it's got a lot more a lot more shit to tell that I don't know if I'm gonna be I, I, I'm gonna stay around for who knows. Um, but yeah, I give it a three out of five. You know, I'm sorry to piss on everyone's oatmeal about this book, but it, <laughs> to me, it's just it's just a tasting. I'm just not a ghost story kind of guy. You know, so that's that's what it comes down. Leave it to the comic bullies to piss off everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can. Yeah, if you're a fan of you know the Conjuring and all that shit, yeah, you'll love this shit. Fucking Paranormal Activity and you know fucking Blair Witch bullshit like that. All the shit that I hate. You know, you know Insidious, all that crap. If you like that, you'll probably like this. You know, me, I'm not a fan, so that's that's why. I, that's why I gave it the score. It's more of a personal thing. But like I said, it's very well written. It looks great. It's just, you know, not my kind of story. Not my thing. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. Oh, well. Sorry, people. Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. What I got next, I got uh, Justice League number 10. And this is very interesting because this book is a, Justice League 10 is actually like an Aquaman-centric book. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, the way they even have it, it's like uh, you see the entire team of the Justice League. Everybody's in black and white except for Aquaman on the cover. So, you know, you get an Aquaman book. So basically to give you a little setup about what happened uh, in one of the earlier books, like in the Legion of Doom, Cheetah got the power to kill gods. So she killed Poseidon like he's dead out of the picture, gone. But now that Poseidon is dead, that actually gets like a, you know, there's side effects to having Poseidon, the king of the seas, dead, or the god of the seas, dead. And basically, you have in the Arctic, you have Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Firestorm. They're basically looking on a way to how to resurrect him. They're looking for the key to the graveyard of the gods because the gods go to a very specific afterlife. They don't go to the afterlife everybody else goes to. They go somewhere else. So they got to figure out how to bring back Poseidon. And the funny thing is... Wonder Woman knows way more about this stuff than Aquaman does. Like, she knows way more about Poseidon than Aquaman. Mainly because, if you think about it, Poseidon is her uncle, her uncle, you know. So, they find the graveyard to the gods in the Arctic. They find the ship that was commanded by this uh, this old Atlantic, Atlantis hero named Arion. And once they find the key, all of a sudden, this, this Kraken pops out of nowhere. This Kraken from space. This space Kraken. And Aquaman's like, I got this. This is cracking. I, I control Krakens all day long. It's nothing. But his talking to fish powers don't work on the Kraken. So the Kraken just kicks the shit out of everybody. And Aquaman's like, if you're like, how the fuck? That, when does that ever happen? I can't control one of you things. You sea monsters. So the Kraken grabs Aquaman and eats him. Swallows him. You know, Aquaman is passed out, wakes up. And he wakes up and he's in front of like these three other like people. And they're basically saying we're the sea gods. It's like three of them. It's like sea gods. They got a captain. They got a uh, commander, and they have an admiral. You know, like navy terms stuff like that. And they're saying we're the sea gods, 
of other galaxies. Poseidon was one of us, but he was just the sea god of your galaxy, you know. But now that he's dead, uh, well, that changes things. And and Aquaman is like, okay, well, the sea gods. Well, I've heard about you guys before. We can actually talk and actually see about what we're gonna, you know, you know, uh, figure some things out. And then they start kicking the shit out of Aquaman. They got him chained. He can't get loose. He's at like the bottom of some uh, alien planet, ocean, or something like that. Now we're gonna kick the shit out of you because. Uh, actually, when Poseidon was still alive, he stopped us from invading Earth. But now that he's died, dead, we can invade Earth. We just kill everybody. Because we've been trying to do that shit for like a million years anyway. So, release the Flood. And apparently the Flood is this alien army they have that is about to blanket the Earth. Batman is in the Hall of Justice. He looks up, he sees the entire Earth blanketed by these alien spaceships. Like, uh, we everybody, all hands on deck. We need Justice League to figure out exactly what's going on. The flood and then the sea gods flood the east coast, drown everything, and then the people that are still again, 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 all of it drown the entire east coast. That's in an Aquaman story. That's what happened, you know. <laughs> and then apparently the people that are still alive on the east coast turn into sea zombies or something. Really? Oh, weird. sweet. Yeah. So like so, Pirates of the Caribbean, like that. The yeah. curse of the black. Right, some weird shit like that. So all the Justice League members that can fly, you know, like Hawkman and Superman and whatever else, they fly around and they look up and they see the eastern the east coast is flooded, but it's only a matter of time before the entire Earth is flooded. And that's how the book ends. So I didn't say the name of the book, but I should have said the name of the book. The name of the book, uh, the name of the chapter, I meant to say, is uh, Round Earth Prelude. Oh, it's the prelude, okay. It's, right, it's prelude. So... Ground Earth is the next big crossover event. It's an it's an Aquaman centric crossover event, but it's crossing over with all the other books like Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I'm saying. I, th that's just a prelude, then. Yeah, it's actually okay. gonna be a bunch. It's actually gonna be a few of them before they actually get. Yeah, because I got the book. new Aquaman, but it's like part two. Right, right. It's part two <laughs> of this story. Because at the end of the book, they yeah. said, "Go read Aquaman two to find oh Aquaman to find out what happened." You know. Yeah. Okay. So the main that main book will be written by Scott Snyder also. Drown Earth. I haven't looked exactly when it's coming, but it's like a whole list of books you need to read. Yeah. Up, you know. It's like Titans, Teen Titans. Yeah. Again, yeah. Which all, makes all sense. I mean, you got an Aquaman movie coming out. You want an Aquaman yeah. tie in? Make an Aquaman centric yeah, crossover. Yeah. yeah. With DC Universe, you got Titans. You might as well fucking promote everything right now. Yeah. <laughs> be smart about it. You know. <laughs> And so, yeah, so I, I, honestly, I had no idea any of that stuff was happening. I was just reading the book, and I was like, okay, this seems bigger than what a normal Just League book seems yeah. to be, you know. Yeah. That's some smart marketing to me, you know what I'm saying? You know, especially you're going to go see a movie, and people who have never read an Aquaman, oh, I like this Aquaman. I don't read Aquaman. I'm yeah, reading but, this shit like, okay, I'm reading an Aquaman book? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and then you go read an Aquaman book, and it's Aquaman from the movie and shit. Instead of, like, you go watch an Avengers movie, and like, hmm, I want to go read a third comic. And wait, she's a girl? Right. <laughs> and then marvel wonders why they don't sell shit right <laughs> so yeah overall i give the book a, a four out of five pretty cool story wasn't expecting an aquaman book i'm really curious to see where it goes next even though the east coast gets flooded again but it's not by atlantis this time it's by some evil space gods so okay well there you go well they need a break they've been atlantis has been going through a lot of shit lately right so. <laughs> let somebody else blow up the earth you know yeah that's uh, all I got, yeah. All right, uh, Predator. I got Predator 2, number 3. Yeah, Predator Hunters 2, sorry. Pre this is the sequel to Predator Hunters, which came out last year. This is the Predator Hunters 2, issue number 3. 
So just a clarification. Now, this is the team of predator hunters that go around the world hunting predators. You know, obviously, the name says it all. Uh, right now, they're in Afghanistan um, hunting a predator that has been killing, like, jihadists. And the local villagers believe that it is a gene or jinn or whatever, genie or whatever, sent from God. Um, there's a young boy from the village who has actually seen the predator, and he agrees to help the team find it. Um so that picks up where this issue is and they're on their way to the mountains. Um, and then they see like a bunch of black ops. So the government has sent a bunch of like black ops soldiers to retrieve predator technology. And so that's what it is. They're, you know, they're on their way to find the predator and they see a squad of helicopters flying over them. Like, damn, they're going to get to the predator first. So, and they do. The the, the, the the black ops soldiers get there, and they get ambushed by the Predator. And that's basically what this issue is. It's just action. The Predators get fucking killed by the... I mean, the, the, the soldiers get p killed by the Predator um, in very gory ways. So, uh, And um, the, the team of Predator hunters, they find a lair. While, that's go while the soldiers are getting killed, the Predator hunters find the lair. They basically prepare for battle, which will probably be the next issue. So... You know, pretty simple action issue, a uh, lot of fun, gory, violence, what all, everything you want from a Predator story, you know, four out of five. Booyah. Cool. That's a pretty cool story. Okay. Uh, my, my last book I have is, uh, hell, see how much impression it made on me. Uh, Nightwing 51. Okay, yeah. Now, the reason I decided to read this book, honestly, Eli, because of your last review you gave on the last Batman book we did. Okay, yeah, yeah that's when, right. When yeah. you told me Batman, I mean, uh, Nightwing got shot in the head, I'm like, oh, shit, did he kill him? Well, no, they didn't kill him. He's still around. He's still got a book, so. I heard he's fine now. <laughs> yeah, he's fine now. Well, they, basically, this book is four months after whatever happened in the issue. Mm -hmm. And so, basically, where the book picks up is that uh, this cop goes down to see the underground, underground bunker, and he the, he sees it on fire. He goes down and he finds all the Nightwing stuff, like his all his weapons, that bike, every single costume Nightwing's ever had in the comics is down there. You know, even with the butterfly collars from the 80s, that's down there. You know, he <laughs> sees it, and so he goes up top and next to the fire chief, and the fire chief, you know, asks him, what, so what did you see down there? You seen the dead bodies or anything like that? He's like, I didn't see anything. Nothing was down there. It was just a bunch of burned stuff. You don't have to worry about it. Just leave. I'm like, okay. So, so the cop doesn't tell anybody what he saw. You know, cut to what we have going on, and we cut to a bar. I can't remember the name of the bar. And we see Rick Grayson. So okay. apparently Dick Grayson has amnesia now, doesn't remember who he was before. Now he goes by Rick Grayson. Uh, he shaved his head down. And the scar, you can actually still see the bullet scar in his, in his head. You know, but he doesn't remember who Nightwing is anymore. He doesn't remember his fighting skills. He doesn't even remember his life. He doesn't even remember Alfred who's in the bar with him trying to have a conversation with him. Alfred's not trying to bring him back. Trying to take him with them. He just asks him, are you doing okay? I'm just here to just check on, you know, stuff like that. Rick is trying to pay his tab. He didn't have enough money for it. Alfred pays the tab and, and walks out. He just said, you have a nice life. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with whatever superhero stuff you have. I'm done with it. I'm just regular ass Rick Grayson. So Rick Grayson is a cabbie in Bloodhaven. Obviously, he doesn't know Uber is a thing. I don't know. So <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they just show him like half the book, just picking up people taking people back and forth going to the club but then you know after you know on a, on a friday night or whatever you know after three o'clock the club's dead so 
he has nothing to do. So he's just walking around, you know, just thinking to himself. Well, of course, you know, when he thinks to himself in Bloodhaven at three o'clock in the morning, you know what happens. So a guy holds him up at gunpoint, you know, tries to rob him. And, and, and Rick just tells him, look, I don't have the money on me. The money is in the car. Take the car. Take the money. Just just leave me alone. I don't, I don't want any, any, any problems right now. And then, he, oh, you, you're funny? You think you're a funny guy? You're coming with me. So he tries to kidnap, you know, Grayson for no reason. So he puts the gun to his head, puts it, like, right into his head. Get in the car. You're driving. We're getting the money. We're going to go. Because he tries to kidnap him. So when he does that, like, it triggers something in Rick. He starts getting flashback of his Nightwing days. And then when he comes back, that guy's on the ground in a pool of blood. Beat the fuck up. And okay. Rick has the gun in his hand. You're like, with the with the clip undone. And he doesn't even know how he did it. You're like, oh shit, what did I just do? So he gets in the car and rides off. You know, because he does Obviously, his Nightwing training kicked in at that time. And he didn't even know what happened. So cut back to that cop I was talking about earlier today. He comes back to that bunker that, that Nightwing burned down. Uh, he takes the costume. Takes the costume, takes the bike, takes the weapons, but put a holster on it. And then you see him standing in the mirror in the Nightwing outfit with two guns in his hand. He <laughs> like, the city needs a Nightwing. And that's how the book ends. So, uh, pretty cool story. It seemed like they're taking a different direction. They're always doing a different direction with, with, with Grayson. I don't know what the thing is. Maybe he was a spy. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're doing another thing where he has amnesia and he, he looks exactly like that dude from Grand Theft Auto 3. So huh. I don't know. That's the direction they're going with it. They got, oh, the cop is Hispanic. So we got, now we have a Hispanic Nightwing. So cool, I guess, with guns. Okay. <laughs> so I guess go. that's a cool thing. Uh, overall, I get the book uh, 3.5 out of 5. I may keep up with this story. The thing is with Nightwing, whenever they do these bullshit, you know, story turns, he always go back to normal anyway. So. If they keep the story going for a while and it takes an extra turn, maybe. But if it's some shit they do for like three three months and he's back to what he was doing before, eh, who cares? So, right. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Oh, shit, we're done? Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. I, oh, I, all I, I, I want to talk about it. I mean, yeah, all I really want to talk about. So. Okay, I had a whole <laughs> list of stuff that I kind of just didn't even talk about. We'll talk about this shit later on when it's important. Uh, that being said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We have our sister podcast, Geek Sass, which I know you guys are going to break down Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. Spoil the shit out of Halloween on your episode because I'm going to listen to it. And I feel like that will be my movie experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have Comic Cast. They have Shuri on the front. Coast. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they say about Shuri versus what I said about Shuri. Uh, we also have the Geeks and Comics. We have Hoodoo TV. Talking Wall. Whatever. Uh, Boogie, I'm sorry, but they got their ass stomped by Alabama this weekend. I, I don't even watch football. I just saw that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Somebody throw a towel. Uh, <laughs> what else we got? I think that's all the podcast. Oh, this, this Instruments and Destruction. I don't know how long they're going to keep going because I don't know how long the Transformers comics are going to keep going. But, yeah. Uh, that being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Yeah. 
Sun is down, freezing cold. That's how we already know when it's here. My dog will probably do it for a Louis Bell. That's just all he know, he don't know nothing else. I tried to show him. Yeah. I tried to show him. Yeah. 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 Gone on you with the pick and roll. Younger flame, he in sickle mode. At the gate outside, when they pull up, they get me loose. Yeah, jump out, boys. That's Nike boys hopping our coast. This shit way too big. When we pull up, give me the loot. Was off the Remy, had up at post. Had to hit my old town to duck the news. Two four hour lockdown, we made no moves. Now it's 4 a.m. and I'm back up popping with the cool. I just landed in, Chase B mixes pop like Jamba Joe's. Different color chains, think my jewelry really selling fruits. And they joking, man, know the crackers so, wish it so, was a so, nose. So, so I said, The render retreat, we all in too deep. Play, play, play for keeps, don't play us a week. So I said, The render retreat, we all in too deep. Play, play, play for keeps, don't play us a week. This shit way too formal, y'all know I don't follow suit Stacy Dash, most of these girls ain't got a clue All of these hoes I made off records I produce I might take all my exes and put them all in a group Hit my essays, I need the booch About to turn this function into Bonnaroo Told her I been, you coming too In the 305, bitches treat me like I'm Uncle Luke Have to slot the top off, it's just a roof uh. She said, where we going? I set the moon. We ain't even make it to the room. She thought it was the ocean. It's just a pool. Now I got her open. It's just a ghost. Who put this shit together? I'm the glue. So and said. Shorty face, Tommy out the blue. So and said. So and said, motherfucker. So said. Don't play Astro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. She's in love with who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it to the dance. Now I hit the FBO with duffels in my hands. I did half a Zan, 13 hours till I land. Had me out like a light, hey, yeah. Like a light, hey, yeah. Like a light, hey. Slept through the flight, hey. Not for the night, hey. 767, man, this shit got double bedroom, man I still got scores to settle, man I crept down the block, down the block Made a right, yeah Cut the lights, yeah Pay the price, yeah Niggas think it's sweet, no, never. It's on sight, yeah Nothing nice, yeah Vegas in my eyes, Jesus Christ, yeah Checks over stripes, yeah That's what I like, yeah That's what we like, yeah Lost my respect, you not a threat when I shoot my shot, that shit wetty like on Shaq. See the shots that I took, wet like on Book, wet like on Lizzie. I be spinning valley circle blocks till I'm busy. Like where is he? No one seen him. I'm trying to clean him. She's in love with who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it to the dance. 
Now I hit the Epio with duffels in my hands Ooh. I did half a Xan, 13 hours till I land Had me out like a light, 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 like a light Yeah, past the dogs and Shelly sending texts, ain't sending kites Yeah, he say keep that on lock, I say you know this shit is tight Yeah, it's absolute, yeah, I'm back with Boo It's lit, La Ferrari Jamba juice, yeah. We back on the road, they jumping off no parachute. Yeah, shorty in the back, she say she working on the glutes. Yeah, ain't by the book, yeah. It's how it look, yeah. By the check, yeah. Just check the foots, yeah. Pass this to my daughter, I'ma show her what it took. Baby mama cover Forbes, got these other bitches shook, yeah.